What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Saddam, and joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? That's right. That's right. That's right. One win away from being one win away. And that's that's, that's what you came with? Oh, that was weak. That felt planned, yeah, and it was weak. That mind. was weak. It was on my mind. What's on my mind is I'm still watching my team fucking play football when there's four teams remaining and you're not. You're watching the Knicks lose to the Raptors on a Sunday afternoon. I didn't watch that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure you that. didn't watch that. I, I didn't watch a single play. Mm-hmm. Swear in my check life. Swear, okay. yep. swear in my life. All right. All right. So bad fan or cap, whatever you want to pick. Um, it's time, man. It's time. I said it the whole time. I said the whole way. We control what we control. The only team that can beat us is ourselves. And we shit-pumped, absolutely shit-pumped the New York Giants. Oh, the Giants can find a way. They can do a Raven-style game against the Bengals. You know, muck it up a bit. First off, you made up that word. Not a word, muck. Yeah, not is. a word. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Muck it up. Yep, yes, no, it is. No, it's not. Look up the word Are you muck. being get, serious? Get that is a saying. That is it. Get me a definition for the word muck. A Merriam-Webster definition. Oh, there's a path. Oh, let's go. Giants, eight and a half. Bet of the day. Jack Define Sutton. muck. Dirt, rubbish, or waste matter. Well, all right. So I guess you were spot on. Verb. Verb. Half the farm is mucked nope. every year. It's a noun. What? Eagleson says it's a noun. Eagleson. Right under noun is verb, you dumbass. And a verb. Okay. So we're both right. <laughs> Um, breaking news, the Giants only mucked up themselves and they suck and they are what we thought they were plain and simple. Is that it? Yeah. We're going to talk about all the games. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Stock up, stock down. My first stock up, Brett Maher. Why you ask? Mm. Many reasons. Mm. One, because he's hit 12 consecutive field goals could potentially keep his spot in the league Two is not to blame for the Cowboys' shortcomings, and three, will not be the center of attention next week on national television. So stock up to him. One thing that you just said that I want to comment on, you said potentially got himself another job elsewhere. No, no, no. It potentially could keep his job in the league. Because if he can prove... How? If he he can prove he just had, like, the yips and goes to a a a sports psychologist, and then he comes back next year and makes his first 12 extra points... He's good because he's and, still making that's field the thing. goals. He misses the 13th and it just instantly is back in everyone's head. Maybe, like, oh. maybe. But back. but if we've learned anything, it's that there's not 32 good quarterbacks in the world and there's not 32 good kickers. So I still think he has a chance. Dog, he's learning Excel formulas by Tuesday. He's no – It's actually – normally when we tease the athletes program. though, I, I don't feel bad. But his career earnings are only two mil and mm-hmm. and he's young. I mean, if this is it, like he ain't retiring. He is going to have to find a job. Not my him for sure. No, not my him. My first stock up goes to marketing. Jack, I'm not one for marketing, right? It's a mind game. It's, it's psychology. It's all this stuff. This Burger King song (laughs) has been living in my head. Absolutely rent free. Whopper, 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 whopper. Coming in at the worst times, coming in at the best times. People are getting annoyed by it. Not me. Not me. Not me. No. Everyone loves it. I legit. No, I've heard people call me psychotic for liking it, that people turn the television off. Yeah, I I don't get that. I'm I'm at the point where I. Where's the notes in my phone? (laughs) 
I've been writing down the lyrics to each version, trying to get it down. Eat like a king who's on a budget. Three tasty options, fries, drinking nuggets, just for five bucks. Wait, that can't be right. Just confirm that that's the real price. BK. It's legitimately making me want to go to Burger King. I want to go to Burger King, order a Whopper, a double, a triple Whopper. Look the cashier in his or her face and say, I know you had nothing to do with this, but I want you to let management know that I'm not here today eating this burger because of how good it tastes. I'm here because it worked. So it's interesting you say that. You actually feel the urge. Like I haven't for one moment felt the urge to get Burger King because if I walk past, I don't know where the nearest Burger King in New York City is to me. If If I walk past the, I'm not going out of my way. If I walk past the Burger King in the next, we'll call it before the Super Bowl. And I, I could have just eaten a full meal. I could have done anything. I could be stuffed to the gills. I'm walking in there and I'm purchasing them, purchasing something from them because I want them to know that that worked. And it got me thinking like, so this, this song has taken over the universe, right? Like what's the residual <laughs> payment for the guy that wrote the jingle? Do you think like jingle writers, like they probably a one-time fee for that comes out with that. And he's just like, yo, this is the one. All we have to do <laughs> is play it a thousand billion times. And I promise you it'll stick. If you are doing a commercial though, like how are you not just going for jingles at this point? Like, and if anything is tried and true, it's the Budweiser horses or a jingle or oh, 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 O'Reilly's. Auto parts. I used to watch GoDaddy commercials during the Super Bowl and I had no idea that they sold website. I thought they just sold Danica Patrick's boobs the entire time. <laughs> I mean, that was, they did use that. You're telling me that you have not in your once, when you were younger, gone on GoDaddy.com because of the commercial you saw with Danica Patrick. And was I, I honestly to, wasn't that horny. That's a spin zone, but I could go elsewhere <laughs> with that. That's a spin zone right there. So I'll just leave it at that. You are a better man than I am. Stock up goes to marketing. Stock up goes to Burger King. I'm coming and I'm buying something solely because you released that song. Okay. Stock up number two belongs to Lamar Jackson. Not because he deleted something from his Instagram story, according to Mr. Schindler guy, which I don't know how I feel about that name, but because I watched Eight quarterbacks play this weekend, and it confirmed what I had previously known, that Lamar Jackson is one of the better ones, if not one of the top five ones. Uh, And even if you don't want to give Lamar love, he's a top 10 quarterback. And I just can't bear to watch a quarterback worse than Lamar next season. And that is the only thing that will be on the market. There could Is there an argument to say there's a better quarterback available than Lamar Jackson next season. Available to be had? Yeah. No. Right. So if that's the case, drop his bag off. And he's going to show up at at However, I will say, and this isn't me hating at all, for the right situation, the right team around him, the right organization, I'm sorry he was trash, but there's an argument for Tom Brady just because it's Tom Brady. It's true. I'm not necessarily. You, I'm not necessarily. If you told me I was the Raiders, if you told me I was the Dolphins, if you told me I was the Titans, I'm not saying I would take Tom Brady over there. Yeah, but I don't think the answer is a resounding yes to you. A hundred percent go with. Lamar so, what Jackson. do you think the case was this year with Tom Leftwich? I guess you're giving giving the blame to Leftwich because he had the weapons. The line was shaky. The line was but- shaky from the start. Uh, Leftwich was bad. New coach. 
uh, Todd Bowles is bad. He wasn't good, right? He he's to shoulder some. All right, but let me well. let me just say this then. But Tom being bad is like within the realm, and that Bucks team was so unwatchable. I'd rather Lamar just be like running around with his head cut off, trying. Oh, to it's a, definitely out. a more entertaining style. Of yeah, football yeah. to watch than watching Tom just. Eat All right, so you know what. If you compare the baby goat and the goat, and that's the two available right, it's options. It's just the difference between puberty. That's all. Stock up to Lamar Jackson because he needs to get his money. My uh, my second stock down or up, I'm sorry, goes to decapitating people. Uh, mm. I didn't know it's become legal. But in the Seattle game last week and in the Dallas game earlier today, which we'll get to, at least twice a game, Brock Purdy puts a ball in the middle of the field out of a bit out of reach from his target where the target is going to get the ball where he is putting his position players, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo in a position to actually get their heads ripped off. And it's going to happen next week in Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, it's going to cost you guys 15. That's the thing. Gonna, it'll cost. It'll, us, it'll be it'll an eye for an eye for sure. But it's only Brock's fault because he did it twice last week in Seattle. He did it with the Kittle bobble today. He did it. Once no, before. but the Kittle bobble, that's not fair. Because Kittle did bobble it to Trayvon Diggs. No, but the way that he threw that ball out of reach, hitting Kittle's – Kittle had to cr- – Kittle was running a more of a vertical route at an angle, whereas he kind of had to veer straight to the sideline and go across with the safety over top coming down to actually kill him. And he actually would have been killed. The safety missed once he caught the ball. That was Brock Trayvon Diggs. Been- it, it, that was because he bobbled it four times down the field. I feel you, though. He, He's he throws some – He's they play dumb. over the middle of the field, and and there's some danger. And with the Eagles' safeties coming down, they'll yeah, someone will get rocked. I mean, equally as scary is uh, Devontae Smith is going to disintegrate if Fred Warner connects on a hit with him. See, Literally, okay, yeah, Fred Warner is. A, I'm going to say nothing bad about him leading up to this week. That man is a certified psychopath. So I, you won't. I'll talk shit on Brock, McCaffrey, Debo, all of them. Fred, brother, we're good. And you don't even know his his backstory, do you? He's got black belts, brown belts. He's like crazy. I'll DM me, Fred. I'll find you good food in Philadelphia <laughs> this week. I don't want no problems. But yeah, you're not turning you his shower about off. Devontae Smith because I always think that as well. Like, how does he take one hit, let alone any big ones? The guy just pops up every time as if nothing's wrong, and he's yes. been flattened numerous yeah. occasions, but, but not by Fred Ward. <laughs> Fred, we good, brother. Stock down number one, Dak Prescott. This one's as serious as it comes. Normally, we try and fi- find a funny angle here. I mean, you had this was the game, year seven. Uh, everything kind of lined up. You're playing Brock Purdy, the defense. Year seven? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like at this point, we-, we got you figured out. Like, like fake thugs don't stay thug forever. And you got exposed, and you were given multiple opportunities. Not even like uh, the the drive with three minutes left. I don't even care about that. I'm talking about in the red zone. You throw a pick in the, like just you just blew it. Like it was your game to win, and you blew it. And I don't see. I just don't see a future for you in Dallas with with anything with that franchise. And. You're kind of the new Kirk Cousins. The people always said he was Kirk Cousins. He's been yeah. Kirk Cousins. We right. Saying that. Like, but like this have, stamped it. It's been stamped, right? Mm. It's just the, the ink dried. That's all. It's been stamped. It's just the ink dried. The guy, when everything's around him and he's going off and, and he finds his groove, 
He can throw for 350 and four touchdowns and look like a top five quarterback. Newsflash, so can Kirk Cousins. But the difference between those guys and the guys that are top five quarterbacks is they do it more often than not. They don't lead the lead in interceptions having played half of the games that the next guy did. Dak has always been trash. I, listen. He's not trash. He's trash. That's the problem. That's right. He's not trash. That's the problem. But he's, he's as I said today, I, I was I having don't trust a- you in a, in a big game to be the reason your team wins, no matter what the occasion is. I didn't do it last week versus Dak against Tampa. I was wrong, but Tampa was bad. I didn't do it this week. I'll never do it with Kirk Cousins. If I can't go out on a limb and say you're, you can be the he's reason. Not trash though. Trash. He's, he's trash. just not. Trash. He's just not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, that, well, it depends what your definition of trash is. Like I think twenty six quarterbacks and the twenty four quarterbacks in the NFL are trash. Twenty three. It's like you always say, like there's only four or five guys that can win. Then there's the middle of the pack that can make you think that you can win. And then there's the dumb trash quarterbacks. Doesn't mean he's not trash. Just because he's fooling, just because you fool people doesn't mean you're not trash. He's not trash, but he definitely ain't it. I, I think we know that. He's still got what two or three years left on his contract. You gotta think Zeke is gone after this year. Pollard's gonna get paid. CD needs to get paid. I mean, Cowboys will cowboy, baby. We we love it. Cowboys will cowboy. My first stock down, Jack, goes to energy because it's been fluctuating a lot. And over the last 24 hours, it's fluctuated a lot. The energy for quite some time has been, and not quite some time, let's call it the last 10 days, two weeks, whatever it is. This Giants team, they look very familiar, very similar to that 07 team that won the Super Bowl. They're going on a run. They're hot. They've got the Who said that? Who said that? The timeline all over. You're You're not looking at the right places. It was... We went over the hottest team in football stat, which is just flat out wrong. Yeah. It was, this is feeling like the 07 team. It was, uh, the Eagles should be afraid because this team is gelling. It, it was all this. And then, you know what it was this morning when I woke up? This team should be proud. They overachieved. <laughs> they weren't supposed to be here. The energy is just fluctuating. To be honest, you got to understand that. Like, no, I almost have so I much. I wouldn't do it if I wasn't. Yeah, like, you got to have respect for Giants fans who talk themselves into it and then acknowledge what. I actually, for self-awareness, that's that's pretty strong from the Giants community. There was one tweet that I can respect from a Giants fan. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. And this was his coping for the game one sec he tweeted uh you're supposed to filibuster here while i find something i didn't come prepared with. <laughs> yeah normally you come prepared matt um so i'm not really finding it right now why don't you summarize it spark noted for us i feel like the wording's probably not that vitally important come on just give us uh, it was a giants fan that was tweeting them all week and saying the giant stuff and then he said nah fuck that i ain't giving the giants no credit but fuck the eagles for life (laughs) respect (laughs) respect like if you can be wrong just keep going at the opponent like that's that's as simple as it's gonna be but the energy shifted really quick it went from 07 to everyone pat themselves on the back and we'll see it otas like that i think that's fair i don't i think the same shit could happen with with purdy uh next sunday like people could be like, oh, we knew, we knew, yeah. No, people are have bought in more to the Niners than they have than they were. Nobody sold the Niners really. I know. I'm saying, 
And people have really bought Purdy stock. He's the most poised player ever. And then he goes into Philly, faces pressure, turns the ball over, and people are like, okay, maybe we got a little excited. You know, he didn't really face anyone for real. You know, that type of vibe. I just like when the energy is the same. That's all. I just we we've said it for your years. your energy has shifted throughout the end of the season. It has. How so? It has. I was it never has. afraid. I said if Jalen was healthy, I'm not afraid. But it shifted. What, what, what was what there? Were, there were texts after those losses. There were texts to find them. Right. Oh, I, mean, I got a I new phone. I'm a content no, creator. I have. I have. I have those ones. I, I don't know what energy you're referring to. Really, I actually think genuinely I've stood firm this entire time. I'm not afraid when two games in our own building get the one seed. That's what matters. Was there a point yeah. in the season where I was worried about Jalen's health and how that may impact us getting the one seed? Yes. Did I think we were going to win the saints game? Yes. Did I think we were in the Dallas game? No, but once Jalen was back in the last week against the giants, it was like, okay, like we're fine. But, but your energy has been consistent that you just want to get to the super bowl. Now the energy is going to shift. This feels like no, it was always fuck the regular season. It was always fuck the regular season. But it's never it's it's never been like we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like that, obviously, you have said that, and that's come out of your mouth, and we're the best team, stuff like that. Well, but the fact. energy, the energy has been let's get to the Super Bowl. And I feel like it's gonna shift to always we're gonna win there. this. It's always one football get there and have one football right. for all the That's months. what I mean. What's wrong with that? Are you going to be confident in the Super Bowl when you get I, there? I'm, listen, man. Job not finish. Job not finish. Handle your business. You and Joe dude. Burrow. There's no. There's. There's no. Guy. And and by the way, you can't do. Uh, you can't do Kobe Bryant quotes because your quarterback is Michael Jordan. So you got to get some MJ quotes. Mm-hmm. You got to get them prep. Uh, MJ quotes. What can I do? Fuck you. That's an MJ quote. <laughs> um, double down. That's an MJ quote. Uh. Should I stay on a 16? That's an MJ quote. He's not staying there. Uh, yeah, my energy's always been the same. But listen, and I'm not, we're not talking Super Bowl. This isn't the Super Bowl preview. We'll do the championship weekend preview on Thursday. Point of the matter is, job not finished. You got one more game to win. There's no guarantees after Sunday. You're not booking to tip flights yet. Just go win that football game on Sunday in your own building. I actually booked a flight to Super Bowl today. So I guess Could it be me? Uh, stock down number two is to me. I got it all wrong. Major apologies to the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought that uh, the Bills were much, much better. And truthfully, slept on, uh, slept on the Cincy defense. Are you, where did that just come from? I just went Are you to good go, right now? I just went to go reach for my water bottle. I saw something dangling from my chin. And I reached for it, and I felt like my tongue getting pulled. It's like there's a hair in my mouth. Might be time to shave the beard. Too much hair around the mouth. Uh, but 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 that Cincy defense is is for real, and I'm excited to see how how it plays out next weekend. But with the stock down to myself, I do want to say two things. Um, when I say the Giants have a path and then their path, then they don't go as a roadblock or they take right or or they miss and then they get blown and then they get blown out. That's not shocking. Same exact thing. The Cincy, the weather today massively helped Cincinnati. 
It forced them into I, passing, and it, it helped their O-line incredibly, incredibly. What are your thoughts on this? I saw some woke takes on Twitter that the Bills are doing themselves a disservice because of Josh Allen's style of play, that they're not building a dome. I mean, snow, snowvers are a thing. Like, this was this was his time to shine. So, no, the Bills, Bills are the Bills. Yeah, Corey said it. Bills are going to build any chance they get. That franchise, the cockiness, that's the problem. This is my problem, is the the franchises left in the playoffs. This is why I'm having such a hard time enjoying the playoffs, is they're three of the four cockiest, worst fan bases ever. And so that's why I, I pray the Niners win the Super Bowl. Are they? Yeah. You guys are the worst. Chiefs, thank you. Are Chiefs fans that bad? Yes. Really? They have Mahomes, and they are the worst. Hmm. I guess I don't interact with them. And obviously, I'll get back Cincy. to you in two weeks. Oh, yeah, obviously, 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 you know, Cincy. So, yeah, I'm I'm bang bang Niner gang all the way. Has the best food in the NFL, so I've been rocking with them, and I'm bummed if Buffalo won or Dallas won. I was gonna go to at least I was gonna go to Atlanta or I was gonna go to Philly. What do I want to go? We're spread watching over here. We're spread watching. The Eagles opened at minus one and a half. And since we've started this podcast, have moved to minus two and a half. I think that makes sense. Hmm. Um, My, uh, go ahead. You finish before I do it. No, I was just going to say, I want to apologize to Cincinnati fans. They, they got a good team. And the Bills, what a joke! Of yeah, a, I want to. Well, let's get let's get more let's get more into that once we go game by game. But let me just okay. say one more thing real quick. My second stock down goes to Tony Romo. It was fun at first. It really was. That guy blows, blows. The, the play calling before it happens was fun at first for the first few plays. Now it's fucking annoying. Does He's, he even try that anymore? Yeah, no, he does it a lot, and. He is the type of guy, like, I'm trying to think of a comparison. Okay. He's the type of guy where he's like, let's just take a quarter. He's like, see, Jim, I didn't predict it before the game, but I, I knew it was going to happen, Jim. He's the type of guy, Tony Romo, that says a million betting picks before a game starts, doesn't take any of them, and then yeah. has a list of 50 potentially placed bets that's going to go into your face and say, see, I knew it, Jim. I knew it. I knew that Dalton Schultz's foot was going to be out of bounds with two minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Jim. Less is more, Tony. Less is more. And he's doing the Bengals uh, uh, Bills game today. And Jim is like, so, Tony, who do you like in the next one? He's like, listen, Jim, I'm going to take an unbiased approach on this one. But I really like Dallas. I think Dallas has what it takes. No shit. The Dallas quarterback thinks Dallas has what it takes. <laughs> At least Jim Johnson on the Fox or whatever the fuck his name is doesn't even hide. He goes, what do you think? How about them Cowboys? Like, make a joke about you botching the snap against Seattle in the playoffs. Take Dallas. It's not that serious. He's gotten really, really yeah, annoying. Let me ask you a question. Let's do a little rapid fire real quick. Let's okay. call. We'll do... Three picks each. I'll let you have first, and I'll take two and three. Let's do a broad national TV NFL broadcasting um, draft. Or I can take one, and you can take two and three. Okay, you go first. I'll take one. Um, I'm going to go Tariko. 
Oh, no, oh wait, 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 wait. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't hand it to the to, I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go Buck. Okay. That's who I was gonna go with. So um yeah, I was I would go Nance still. Like I still think Nance I don't is, love him in football. I, he's not the best in football. I need but, him like I'm quiet. But you have to remember, I actually think because of Romo, he's like he has to be worse. Like he has You're to right. talk more, fill time. No, he has to talk less. And he can't play. He can't play his game because Tony doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. So you're, and you're taking. Nance. You know who was great tonight was Greg Olson. Greg Olson was was really really good. I tonight. was going to take him in the third if you forgot about him. Oh no, I'm I had trying two. To... Um, you had two and three. Greg Olson's yeah. great, up and comer in the booth. He's probably what Tony was, and then Tony let it get to his head, and now he got ten million dollars, and is so damn annoying. I'd probably go booger potentially for for obvious humor purposes. Like Collinsworth is bad. Al Michaels, he it's like someone's holding him at gunpoint, calling the games. And I know watching you know Pittsburgh Carolina on Thursday night feels like that sometimes. Yeah, Ian Eagle's really really good. You know I who's love really him. good? Kirk Herbstreet. I liked what he did in Thursday night this year. Did you? I didn't. I didn't listen to it. He's ton great of at them. college too. He's knowledgeable. Um, but yeah, I, I guess forget the draft. Tony Romo, just stop. Shut you know, up. you know who's actually good is Jay Feely. Like, he, of course, he, he's a CBS. He's the, oh, he was with Olsen today, he, right? No, no, no. He was the first game, the Bills Bengals, and they bring him in for like kicking uh, stuff. So like, it was snowy, so they brought him in to talk about that, and then like a kick return formation, and like in his very short stints, like he actually provides knowledge. That's the thing. Like they just really don't talk about any of the stuff that it would be best if the casual fan could understand why things were happening. Like on the broadcast today, they're like, "Yeah, Shanahan's gonna take a timeout here with 50 seconds left." It's like. Why would he do that? They're going to take a delay a game. And then they didn't talk about, you know, when McCarthy punts on fourth and five from the 40, they're not talking about the fact that the next play, they're past that spot and how maybe that wasn't the best decision. And, like, it just seems like they leave a lot They of, should be um, allowed to gamble, but their picks have to be on the screen at all times. <laughs> I actually think that adds an entertaining aspect of it. To be honest, the way that the Manning brothers have interacted – I would have watched every Manning cast over Buck and Aikman. One, if it wasn't Buck and Aikman, maybe the year before that. Two, if the crowd, you could hear, still hear the crowd noise with with the Manning. But I don't, I don't want the guess. Like, I if it was Peyton and Eli talking about the game, I fine. Yes, like I like but, Peyton, Peyton and a guess. Fuck Eli. But then it makes it a second screen experience. I'm talking about. I want to understand why things are happening when they're happening. Like, like at no point did they talk about the end of the first half drive for San Francisco and how clearly Shanahan is trusting the defense, doesn't want to put it in Purdy's hand. That's why he's doing it. Meanwhile, Twitter is freaking out. Oh my God, this time management is awful. Like why do you run a second play? Like with seven seconds left, it's like to drain the clock out. If they, you know, if he missed the field goal with seven seconds left, Dallas gets a chance at a Hail Mary. Like these things are very obvious and, to, to me at least and they're just not sharing them with the public so yeah i don't i don't think the announcers are that good but i could go on a tyrant on how bad the quarterbacking is the coaching all of it like i'm sure play madden i'm sure you will play in a matter i'm sure you will in a matter of minutes just play madden like is it that crazy to play madden first game jacksonville versus the chiefs no one gave 
the Jags a chance. And honestly, no one should have. It was I'm pissed at Doug Peterson because he was one of the good coaches I could count on. Came in with one of the worst game plans I've seen from him of all time. That game was easily a game they could have won. Easily a game they could have won. And they just they just flopped. They let Chad Henney go 92 down their throats. They let Mahomes come back hobbled. Like you got he can't move. He couldn't move. And you're still letting him do that. Obviously, he's still a top quarterback on one leg, but create a game plan around that. That was really my thoughts. And then my final thought in the game is, I I mean, I don't know if Romo's insight is going to be accurate, but you're the doctor. Tell me, like, I get the adrenaline and you shoot him up, but high ankle sprains historically have always been four to six weeks. Right? Tony Pollard immediately ruled out today. (laughs) Granted, he is a running back and all. Um Apparently they got good news on Mahomes' ankle that I have yet to see the, uh, the good news the- was that it didn't shatter in half. <laughs> <laughs> like- um, yeah, I mean, listen, if I have to go through a gauntlet to win a Super Bowl of Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, and Chad Henney, I'll play with the cards that I'm dealt at the end of the day. I have one thought during this game that I wrote down randomly. It might have been because I had a few beers in me. For some reason, the Jags remind me of Syracuse basketball. Every few years, like they're deep in a run or something, you're just like, how the fuck did they get here? How did they crash the party? <laughs> that was just a thought I wrote down yesterday. Okay. Like in the last five, like I think I think you posted it today or Snapback posted it in the last five years or eight years or something. Like there's been it a- was a joke because they went in 2017 and then the Chiefs went to five in a row. But can a joke <laughs> also be factually factual? <laughs> I guess in theory, if you're saying, how did they get there in 2017, then yes. Another thought about this game is why didn't anyone tell me that Nicole Hardman was hurt before I drafted him on my fantasy playoff team? Pelvis? Really? Wear a cup. Wear a cup. I don't think you know where the pelvis is, fam. Where's the pelvis? There he is. There he is. I was waiting for Tyler to join us. He deserves it. He where's deserves the, it. Where's, he, the, where's the pelvis? The pelvis is uh, your, your like dick? hip bone. Hip bone. No, no, no. It's it's like it's right. Oh no, the pelvis is a is right by the the brock. No, no. What are you talking about? It's right above your brock. Yeah, Eagleson makes a good point. Doctor Granoff not prepared with knowing where a pelvis was. Poor performance from you. I'm 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 looking at a guy's outside of his pants right now. I am. Pull up, Google the image, bring up your screen like you do your little gadget thing. It's, it's all the things around his his joint, but it is still the 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 part that is hurt. It's the dick is not no. Oh, no. How do you know? How do I? Oh, Chrome's. Look at this. Look this at that guy. Look at the, go to the left, down to the left. He's pointing. Nope, to the right, where there's a real human. Down. Boom. Yeah. He's literally saying, "Yeah, it's over here." What do you mean? That's his wiener. Where is your wiener? Is your wiener over here? We still we're looking. We've been looking for a while. <laughs> yeah, he he's not fine. Um, do you have any more comments in Jacksonville, Kansas City? I guess none outside of what we'll talk about on on the preview for Bengals Chiefs. Five straight AFC championships at home. It's LeBron. It is. It is. It's 
That's the only comp, in my opinion. It is very LeBron-esque because you don't go to five straight Super Bowls. That's just not a thing. So Andy went AFC. to Andy went to four straight NFC championships with the Eagles and now five straight with with Mahomes. And That's he great. has one ring to show for. Two? No, yeah, two appearances, one ring. You're right. One ring. Oh, three appearances. <laughs> That's pretty insane. Yeah, no, there's definitely going to be a narrative talked about if uh, Mahomes doesn't want to ring this year. For sure. For sure. Uh, game two, Giants-Eagles. I feel like this was a fairly – my only comment was I like playing aggressive. I really do, and obviously that's how David – Fourth and eight it. in the first quarter aggressive? That was that was a mistake in my opinion. In your opinion, in everyone's opinion, brother. <laughs> If it was fourth and one on your own 40, I'm fine with it. But but clearly the Eagles' best way to win was in was in long game situations where they pin the ears back, they would cover, and that and like they just had no chance of converting that. And then once it was 14-0, it was over. The game was over the second Devontae Smith caught that ball in the second play of the game. You could just tell in the stadium that it was. It really was, but I, there was a moment of inflection um, during, I was at the game stadium. The vibes were high tailgate. I mean, you give Philadelphia a night game and they drink from noon to eight 15. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, but I, I would say that the, the crowd wasn't great, relatively speaking, just because they never had a chance to like make an impact on the game. The crowd, yeah. They, there was never an important moment for the Giants where <laughs> where the crowd could make their presence known. Um, but I did get nervous during the pregame because they haven't played in two weeks. Jalen's been hurt. All this stuff, and this is how I th- I recognize that maybe we're overlooking this G Men team. They introduced the defense. So they're all of a sudden like, they clearly weren't taking the Giants seriously. They'll introduce Jalen and the offense next week. But I was like. It's kind of an unserious organization move. Like it's the playoffs. You, no one wants to hear from the nose tackle. I love you to That's death. That's so funny because obviously for twenty years we yeah would, yeah we, and that was the same thing with us with Dawkins yeah, too right. But now you have the guy. You have the MVP. He's got all the swagger. Stop, stop. We're not doing that, Jack. Well, one thing I let's talk before we maybe go a little more intra here. Let's talk holistically. Do you think that we get a little caught up on system versus maybe like in the moment versus, you, you know, all this? I think like Jalen, I think with, uh, I think with Daniel Jones, like I think Jalen has played fantastic. He's made an incredible leap. How much do you credit to AJ Brown play calling offensive line, Smitty Goddard, it's got to be a lot, right? It's not a, it's something because it's, you can't, because like everyone makes everybody's job easier on the football team. Like you can't say it's been a hundred percent Jalen when he got AJ Brown this year. Right. Right. But I think the difference between Jalen and, and other quarterbacks like Daniel Jones or others is like, yeah. when you watch Jalen last year. It was very evident what he was doing. That was bad. And the things right. that were holding him back, but it was also very evident that when he is good, like this guy can make some stuff happen. Yeah. And you saw Jalen this year improve in every aspect of, of his decision-making, his ability to not escape a pocket. And that's where it's like you see that Jalen put the work in. It's it's hard to give the system majority of the credit and not the actual yeah. guy that's putting the work in. But for other quarterbacks like Daniel Jones, for instance, like right. there wasn't any materialistic change to 
his mechanics to the players that he was throwing to his players actually got worse that he, <laughs> yeah. that he was throwing to. Um, yeah. And he took a jump. He, he took a jump and hopefully gets $120 million from the giants over four years. And, uh, but yeah, with Jalen, I think, and granted I'm an Eagles fan, so let's take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. You you saw very vividly him improve on the things that he admittedly told himself he wasn't good at. And that you can very clearly see. Yeah. He's fucking yeah. nasty. What are you talking no. about? No, well, that's that's all I'm saying is I am very curious to evaluate him going forward. Now, it could be the same team, same system, and he might be just as fantastic. But I think about, like, does Jalen Hurt like, what does Jalen Hurts do that Lamar doesn't do? And that's, uh, yeah, you'll say, like, yeah, well, what, what will you say? What does Jalen Hurts do that Lamar Jackson doesn't gets vaccinated? Um <laughs> Can't confirm that, but I'm going to assume Jalen's Play, plays in the playoffs. Yeah, no, but like that, that's the thing. It's just so tough to evaluate. And in the moment, like right now in the moment, everyone's like, oh, Jalen Hurts is better than Lamar Jackson. Like without a, you well, know, yeah. without a doubt. And, and, you know, at week six of 2020, everyone's like, oh, Kyler Murray's better than, you know, the other 30 quarterbacks in the league. And then you kind of peel it back and then you're like, Oh, well, well, Cliff does kind of suck. So is it Kyler or is it Cliff? Like it's really, and then with Burrow, like I think Burrow's another tough one. And, and even with Allen today, I'm like, I think Pat might be the only one that's not a system quarterback, but then he's got the best play caller, the best tight end of all time. So it's like, I don't even know at this I point. I mean, I also think you're kind of just like blinded by the fact that there was one guy who won every Super Bowl for two decades. Um, and then you didn't really get to see all the other quarterbacks in these high pressure situations because it was always kind of Tom. And you had like you had the other guys around him, like Tom was Mahomes, but he got yeah. it done. And then you had like the the Burroughs and the Allens, the Rogers, the, the Breezes that yeah. they got their time at once. But, yeah. like, it's not normal to just always be that guy that can go and get it. Like, that doesn't happen. It's right. Like people got used to it with LeBron and the Warriors. Like, especially this year now in the NBA, it's like no one knows who the fuck's coming out of the West. And just because it's you don't know, you think the West is bad, which it is. But it's just, like, different. And I don't think that's necessarily bad. But what is bad and what we do have to evaluate is a take from a while back. Jalen Hurts can't win in the playoffs because he mm. hasn't won in the playoffs. That's changed now. I was going to say, I know you've thought about it. I know we have Daniel Jones. Well, we have Daniel uh, Jones, Jalen Hurts, and, and Lamar Jackson all with one career playoff win. Yeah. So who do you think? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. Do, did this count as a real playoff win? I mean, the Giants. Did he win in the playoffs? I don't know. When Lamar won the playoffs, it wasn't a playoff win. Remember? I, I, I mean, if unless you came prepared with a bingo card, Jack, Jalen Hurts won in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. All right. Then congrats to Jalen on his first playoff win. That was big time. No B-I-N-G-O <laughs> in, in this one. Next game was uh, Cincinnati versus Buffalo today. Like I said early in the podcast, I really think the snow helped uh, Cincinnati, and it just didn't let the Bills' pass rushers get going. They're already bottom third in, in pass rate pressures since they lost Von Miller. Uh, I was flat out wrong here. The the Bengals embarrassed Buffalo. Like, I don't know if you could have had a more embarrassing. I would say the Buffalo's performance was more embarrassing than the Giants, in my in my opinion. At home, you got, you know, DeMar's back. At, at least. Ma- yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm drawing up plays. Are? I'm drawing up plays. 
Uh, I got, I went to Buffalo in week two. I decided to not see uh, Kirk Cousins try to put the curse on Philly, which they unsuccessfully did not. And I went to Buffalo and we're driving around in the back of an Uber. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. It's not that the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl this year. It was how many in the next five years were they going to win? They were talking dynasty. The Buffalo Bills never won a Super Bowl. They lost four straight Super Bowls at one point in their franchise history. So to, to have that mindset, to be the prohibitive favorites, to go all in this offseason, Josh Allen this, the MVP favorite, and then you got Pat Mahomes wins the MVP. You don't finish as the one seed. You lose at home to Cincinnati in a playoff game when you're getting ready to fly to Atlanta. I really think, all things considered, that's more embarrassing because they lost by 17. Put up 10 points, Tyler Huntley. It's, it's extremely embarrassing once your team can never escape the second round of the playoffs. There's just no, <laughs> there is literally no defending that if you're a Buffalo Bills fan at this point. Yeah, Bills fans talking dynasty. You know who else is talking dynasty, Jack? The playoff series winless Memphis Grizzlies. They talk dynasty too. You can talk all you want. I I, I love Josh Allen and I've actually defended Josh Allen for a while that it's Mahomes, Allen, and everyone else. Fuck that. It's not. It's genuinely Mahomes Burrow, everyone else. It is. It, it, no, it is. It really is, Jack. I've seen people call Josh Allen, uh, Philip Rivers in a parka, snowy Philip Rivers. Like, this guy can't win, hasn't won a big game. And today he was bad. But that's the thing. That's the difference between him and Dak and why I was defending him. Last year, it's not on Josh Allen. No, 13 of seconds left. Like, he played better than Burrow. He's had better performance. Joe Burrow was was great today, and obviously his stats were lesser because of the game script. But Joe Burrow is still yet to throw for three touchdowns in a playoff game, throw for three hundred yards plus, and a He's touchdown. Has six wins. He right, but like that's once again, this is an evaluation of results, and not is Josh Allen on. That's since, all that matters is the playoffs. His results. I understand. I understand. But what I'm saying is, in you're saying Burrow's better than Allen, but yeah. if Allen is on Cincy. Is Allen and Cincy winning all these games? Like, is there anything I that don't makes think so? I think yeah. Burrow what makes a, you think that, dude? Honestly, it could be part swag. It, it could be, okay. but I just don't see Joe Burrow turning the ball over like Josh yeah. Allen does, being careless with the ball like Josh yeah. Allen does. And it sounds like I'm a Josh Allen hater, and I'm not. I this, just like this is the why fact that we talk about the Bills and the Chiefs always. It's not. It's the Bills and the Bengals. It is. So maybe I shouldn't be saying it's Mahomes, Burrow, everyone else. But like we talked about it earlier this year, it was wild how much the sports books were considering the Bills a Super Bowl favorite. It was wild when they haven't beaten Mahomes in the playoffs. They haven't beaten Burrow in the playoffs. Like, and Burrow beats Mahomes. Well, Josh Allen beats him once in the regular season, and now we think he can do it all the time. I'm not hating on Josh Allen. It's just I finally had this moment where I was just like, what is wrong with it? Like, why do we just take what all these people say is true? Like, it never works out like that. Do do you think, because, I, like, you tell me if I'm off base here. Do you think that this conversation is within the realm of happening if Tyler Huntley, like, you know, like do you, I had stick it had stick, had gloves on? Do you think so, or like is this why I'm I just cautious? I, I still think you guys could have lost that game. Interesting. Okay. 
I, I just, this is my point in, it feels like we are so reactionary in the moment to yeah. things and maybe it's just best to calm down. I don't know. Like T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. It feels like he's kind of Jamar Chase. Is he, is Jamar Chase? He's what the second best, third best wide receiver in football. He's not the second best. The top two are Devonte and, and, uh, Jetta's, you can flip it if you want. You can take Jetta's one, Devonte two. I don't care. Jamar and then there's three. and then there's a cluster clusterfuck of the Tyreeks, the AJs, the Cups, the Jamar Chases. Where it's any given Sunday. Tyler knows, and Damn. he's biased. Jackie says since he D coordinator, phenomenal. Yeah, they, they just got outmatched today, and they deserve to win, and they won. And I don't think that Mahomes is going to have a healthy ankle. And I, I really am convinced that since he's going to go back to the Super Bowl, which sounds insane, until I saw Tyler's comment that they're one and a half and zero against against Josh Allen, that feels very Boston Celtics Eastern Conference champions. Um, I don't. They know. are one and a half and zero. No, they're one and a quarter now. Hmm. I, I think the Chiefs can pull it out, and like to doubt Mahomes. How how ridiculous is this? You think though? the favorited Chiefs can pull it out when they've been to five straight at all? They're not favorites. They are. They're minus one and a half. Okay. Well, I mean, then they're not really favorites at home, like that. You know, I I don't know. I don't think. No, I'm saying I don't know if Mahomes is going to be okay. And at that I point, saw, so I was all over Cincy today. I didn't bet it, and because I was just like, I I got caught up in the Bills and the Josh Allen thing. Like I really did. I don't like betting against teams that I think if I'm up 14 with 30 seconds left, I still have a chance to lose. I don't like that experience. I just don't. Um, and I, I was all over the Bengals. It's because like I felt like the, the the narrative behind the team of destiny shit with the Bills and everything just became too much. And people weren't talking about the Bengals enough. And they kind of understood that. And I think today I got to think about it before Wednesday, like threw some cockiness into the Bengals that I think they could be humbled by Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's, I agree. That's what I think. All right, final game. Cowboys 49ers. I, I, I don't know. This one's tough for me to say if I was wrong or right because I actually think the Cowboys Never wrong. Were, the, were the better team. But Dak wasn't. I don't know. But, or that's just Dak and McCarthy. So I it's like – I think like – you can say that Dallas – the only reason you're saying Dallas was the better team is because you think that Dak is better than Purdy. But, like, everything else around it, when you say team – No, today, 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 not in general. No, no, no. I think, I think the Niners have an incredible roster. I just – I don't think I've, the Niners – I don't think the Cowboys were the better team at all today whatsoever. It, looks it like felt they like were, they, felt they, like they forced were scrambling the, fumble the entire the, game. But they forced a fumble on the punt. They – like they really put themselves in positions to win. And like Dak throws that awful pick. They hold him to three points. I mean, they held him to nine points on three field goals with good field position in the first half. And then they get down into the red zone to take the lead. And Dak throws another pick. Like, I don't know. I don't know. See if Maher went to the podium at all. <laughs> they lost by seven there was nothing to ask him he missed one extra point that I, was i want somebody to look him in the eye and say in, did you think that kick was going in if they didn't block it 
I want him to be a man and answer that question. And say yes, right? Say so, yeah, well, I wouldn't have gone in. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe because it was headed for uh, <laughs> Steph Curry's head at the Chase Center. Um, I disagree. I don't think Dallas was the better team whatsoever today. I felt like they were playing the entire game. Like they almost, uh, they almost were just like panicking the entire time. It never felt like their play calling was controlled. It never felt like it was consistent. They had a game plan, whereas San Fran kind of stayed with the screen, stayed over the middle, didn't really take their shots here and there, like played their game and like didn't let what Dallas was doing alter that. Whereas Dallas, I felt like you never really knew what they were trying to do at any given time. Now, maybe that's because Tony Pollard goes down and that throws a wrench into their game plan. But at the same time, it's like I that was very like Dallas ugly didn't shoot themselves in the foot necessarily Dak did with two picks. The first one, whatever second one was a bad interception, a really bad interception. He tried to throw the first one was just as bad. Oh yeah. The comeback route or whatever. <laughs> um, he tried to throw three more. Unfortunately only threw two, the light skin Carson ones. Um, but yeah, I thought San Fran deserved to win that game. Um, and I found myself, I don't know if you were an Eagles fan Yeah. before the game started today, because obviously you have what happened in the game transpire. Let's just take from the Seattle game, from the Tampa game. Who would you have wanted before the game, before the game started? Who would you have wanted to play before Pollard got hurt? Yeah. Before the game started again, I would have rather before, before six 30 today, I would have rather played San Fran if I were the Eagles. Why? Because I'd just rather face Brock Purdy. Fair. That's it. It's Fair. as simple as that. After the game, if Dallas, like after in the fourth quarter, I would have been cheering for Dallas like it was my own team if I were the Eagles. Because minus Pollard and the performance Dak was putting on, I would have been all Dallas. But I now I do think that the 49ers are the team, you know, they're the better of the two teams that got through. I found myself as an Eagles fan thinking today is like, well, I'm not going to outwardly root for Dallas. I'm not going to bet on Dallas because I physically can't do that. Like you would never bet on the Steelers or whatever. You probably have. Who are we kidding? Um, But I was like, the reason I want to bet Dallas, I had that thought in the same head. I was like, I kind of want Sam Fran just because like Dak's best is way better than Purdy's best. But Dak's worst is so fun to watch. Um, But then I was like, I think we can beat both these teams. I think we will beat both these teams in our building. I think they're both going to be a close spread. Like that doesn't really alter how I feel. So give me Dallas for the vibes. Give me Dallas for the the timeline for the week for, for just the vibes of a Dallas Philly NFC championship game. So that's what I found myself rooting for Dallas. And I kind of didn't realize the, like even throughout the entire game, it was 19 to 12. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, Eagles Dallas could be sick. And I was like, wait a second. They're not winning this game. Like, (laughs) are you thinking about this? The, now, I mean, obviously, we're going to preview it on, on Wednesday, Thursday. I'm really excited. I'm actually excited for this one because it's just two, like, strong physical teams, and I want to see who wins. And you get to test so many things. Like, the Eagles will obviously run the ball, and they'll they'll gain yards, but it is the number one run defense. And you got to see Hurts throwing the ball downfield, where I do think the Niners are susceptible they're not like a freebie by any stretch. And then Brock Purdy under pressure on the other side. Like 
we're going to get a really good feel for how good these two teams are, how good of a coach Sirianni is, how good of a kicker that Elliot and, and gold are going to be like, I think this is one of those where it just comes down, down to the wire. Even before the game, I was like, the Eagles have the best quarterback out of the three teams remaining. Yeah. The Eagles have the best coaching staff out of the three teams remaining. In my opinion, you think so? I factored from in what in-game. perspective? I factored in in-game execution, like situational awareness, into that. Yeah. Like scheme, schematically, maybe not. And then defense, I thought was debatable between like the three teams, and the gap between one and three isn't massive enough to make me swing. So it's mm-hmm. like at this point, it's like we play who we play. Like you're never gonna get it's the NFC Championship game. Like there's no favorable matchup. But but if it was Dallas, not that it would have been a walk away by any stretch, but minus Pollard, and it just looks like that's no kicker. Like in a game of thin margins, I think that's who you would have wanted to see when it was all said and done. But that's not what happens. This is the two best teams left in the NFC. They've been the two best teams uh, over the course of the season. That's what I was I'm thinking excited. too. I mean, I meant to do this for stock up, stock down. I was thinking like, look at from the outside in. You and I have talked, and everyone kind of all season long was like, this NFL product blows. All these teams stink. <laughs> like, just negative hating like we do. And then I was like looking at it at the end, and I was like, with the at this point there were six teams remaining because it was before the games today. I was like, in the NFC Championship game, you're getting two of the best three teams the entire year in the nfc in the afc championship you're getting two of the best three and you're getting the biggest quarterback names possible it's like yeah in the end it's kind of all played out like the way it did and it's shaping up for an unbelievable championship weekend and of, an unbelievable brock purdy versus and an, Matt un- and, a, and an unbelievable <laughs> super bowl that involves the fucking mr irrelevant <laughs> all right let's get eagleson in here because i know that uh actually you guys actually if it's what? a Chad Henny Chiefs team, let's just say, yeah. versus Brock Purdy, what's going on here? Oh, that's the jinx. Go birds. That, what do you mean? What, what's going what on? Doing? What are you doing? What am I My doing? My point, before we bring him in, I don't think we watch that Super Bowl. You don't go. You go for the week. You don't stay for the game. I don't think that snapback. Do you have an accounting department? Mm-hmm. I don't think that your accounting department can justify those expenses for Chad Henny versus Brock Purdy. Like that's like a better business bureau complaint that you have to file. <laughs> People are like, stop posting content of this game. There's an oh, NBA game. No, on. It's in Arizona. Take pictures of what you're eating. We don't give a shit. <laughs> um, yes. Eagleson came in. Like I was saying, Abe uh, with the big win this weekend did only hung one banner. Jalen Hurts can win the playoffs, which is mm-hmm. big, but Eagleson hung too. Uh, NFC um, championship finalist. Yeah, <laughs> NFC championship finalist. But Eagleson has hung uh, a couple. One by your name. Uh, lost by three scores for yep. DeMar Hamlin. Yep. <laughs> uh, incredible. And what was the other one I saw? Uh, well, the Bills got to hang there, beat Skylar, barely or barely beat Skylar Thompson in a wild card playoff game, which I thought yes. was. What about the uh, loss in the divisional round three straight years for DeMar? That's all. Oh, that's good. That's that was thing. off the top of the dome. Right That's now. nice. I like that. I think they lost in the AFC Championship one year. No, no. I think what, who they I lose. To I think I think that first one to the Chiefs when they when the Diggs picture. I'm pretty sure that was. I was AFC in the AFC Championship because because they beat the Ravens to get there. Actually, yeah. confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ain't into that one. 
<laughs> yeah, so so what do you got to say? What are your thoughts and why are you I wearing mean, an Eagles t-shirt? So Yeah, why are you wearing an Eagles t-shirt? Fuck so your thoughts. My, myself and my teams, we just kind of perpetuate. Where did he go? I want. I need. His I need him. Mike, his mic got fucked oh, up. Oh obviously, um, I'll be back. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of wanted him to hear this. This was this was the whole point. He's but uh, there he is. He's back. Okay. So mainly, I'm wearing this because you guys all know my team just perpetuate losing, and usually Where on this podcast. Why do you have? That? I'll I'll get to that after. Okay. We usually we just take the other side, shit on each other's teams. I'm going at it a little bit differently, right? My teams that I cheer for always lose, always. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> if I throw on the Eagle shirt and I start cheering for the birds, maybe I can, maybe I can get an L. doesn't work that way. It's fake. I, you know, it's fake. There's only one man that can determine Philly's future. There's only one man that can determine Philly's future. And if San Fran tech money wants to hit my Venmo account, I will be on the so, next train. Oh, there was a gen Eagleson. We had this conversation in another group. We're talking about how, the Sixers are now the two seed in the East. They're winning mm-hmm. every single game they play. Yeah. The Phillies go to the World Series. The Eagles are, are going to the NFC Championship game. Temple Owls take down the number one team in the country. Like, something's back in the water in Philadelphia again. <laughs> and the only fucking plumber in the tri-state area that can do something about it happens to also own a sports media company. So for that reason, Jack's like, if it's Dallas, I'm coming. Like, that would be a sick trip, blah, 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 blah. And I found myself, I was like, I think I need a root for San Fran. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't have him here. Yeah. I cannot have him here. Every time he comes to this city, he just corrects the market. Yeah, he just does, and things go to shit. Jack, what? What? Where? Let's go through your 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 travels to Philadelphia. I want to. So so all right. Me. To be fair, the inaugural trip, the first ever hating trip, was Cowboys Eagles for the division and for the playoffs, which the Eagles won. Since then, though, I came for the Hawks. Turnaround game, game Game five. I happen to also be live streaming game seven. I don't know if we're counting that necessarily, but I was creating content around that game, which was quite entertaining for myself. So game five, then I came into town for the the Ben Simmons return game. He didn't even play, and the Sixers were favored by 10 points, and they lost by 30. I was in town, obviously, for Snapback Mondays for the Eagles' lone home loss, well, with Hurts. Uh, to the commander. So I'm on quite, yeah, I'm I'm on quite the streak right now with uh, yeah. So for that reason, I was almost rooting for San Fran. But Eagles, if you're asking me if your fucking medium sized t shirt scares me, no, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hundred percent. Get your hundred percent cotton t shirt out of here. (laughs) I think I got it from like a case of beer when you guys went against the Patriots. I think that's where this came from. <laughs> was when you were underage, consuming alcohol. My dad, my dad. Oh, so he's going to prison now. <laughs> no, no. I don't think it. you have to watch the Finns games in prison, so maybe it's not too bad. <laughs> so you're doing this whole reverse jinx thing? Yes, it, precisely. Doesn't I will wear like this. That. Jack and I have been hating for quite some time on each other. You just stick through the highs, you stick through the lows, and you, you remember that usually – one team wins in every league every season, and rarely the chances are so small. Just so happens that we're probably winning our second Super Bowl in five years, but still, just go one and zero this week. Do you think there's a point where, like, you wouldn't like at this point? It's all or nothing, obviously. What? 
But like, is there a point where like it would be harmless? Like if like if the Eagles lose and like a and like Eagleson and I come in the chat, like <laughs> you know, with with that energy, like will that hurt or it'll just be like? I mean, you have to take everything in stride. I can just not show up like right. easily. I could easily do that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever signed a contract. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, if you're asking it, would it hurt now? It's just like. It's always been Super Bowl or bust. It's been Super Bowl or bust for the last two months. It, it has. I know it's hard for you two to wrap your small-minded brains around that because your teams are absolute fucking poverty. We're not though. We we are. We you, were, you 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 are in Cancun. So <laughs> we were so good. That's why it hurts my heart to see Cincinnati. I feel like fan. you were more hurt today watching how that game played out. Because I knew, I really knew how good our defense was, and you didn't believe me. And, and it just, you would have went to Kansas City, not Buffalo. Yeah, we would have been in Kansas City too. I don't well, know if we. Then you would have went to Buffalo, Buffalo, and you it would have snowed, and you we would have lost. You would have mucked it no, up. No, no, we would have lost. Snowverse, snowverse, snowverse. Muck. We would have lost. We would have lost. That's, That's the thing. Word. <laughs> this this league is all about matchups, which is why, like, once I had Dallas over Philly, and now I'm like, no, nah, I got Philly over San Fran. I just like that matchup better. Oh, you're a cock. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I really got to go to the I really game didn't on want, Sunday. I really didn't Are you guys the night game or day game now? Three o'clock. So it's really. Weird. So I don't love those vibes. I don't. Yeah. Uh, the other NFC championship against Minnesota was at night. Just feels like I feel like it's always NFC at night, but maybe they alternate every year. Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like it's harder for a crowd to make an impact when it, the sun's up. All right, stop with the crowd because but it's what not I do like thing. is the fact that it's noon for them. Oh, I didn't think that's it. good. That's, that's good. Just, yeah, I can, I can I gotta work on that one. <laughs> um, appreciate that. Um, but the reason selfishly that it's nice is because like. You know that timeline party after you win a big game or a primetime game? Oh, my God. That'll happen from the hours of, of 5 to when we record this podcast. Yeah, but, dude, if you're going to midnight. the fucking Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. That shit's happening for the next two weeks. I, I can't believe I you guys are going recently. to the Super Bowl. No, I didn't get to go during this. You're both doing the <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like dead ass, this, this is where it hurts the most is, like, even if you lose in the Super Bowl, it's like that is almost like you can get over. It's obviously Super Bowl or bust, but like the whole process of winning multiple playoff games and then the two week buildup and all the fun behind it is like it almost suffices for losing in the Super Bowl. Like that, I would not want to lose in the NFC Championship. I'd rather have the number one pick. Than losing the NFC Championship because it so you'd hurts rather so lose bad. the Super Bowl than I'd have rather the one pick. Yeah, I'd rather lose the Super Bowl. Really? I've never yeah. I've never been, so I wouldn't know. I'll take you guys. No, for we know. But that, we I, know. I don't even think you've had number. I don't even think you've had number one picks either. <laughs> oh, they would have. They yeah. would have oh, had so they not. Hey, do you know? Do you yeah, know what happened? There was a whole situation. There was a tank bowl, and yeah, we won, but lost. They they won to attack of Iloa. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Are, Abe, is it true you're going to be in Maine this weekend? No. Okay. Where have you been? Holy be determined. shit. It, oh, it's gone down. Gone down? Well, this is SeatGeek. This is pre-fees. Yeah, it's gone down. 
$700, to get in the building. That's You're seeing the greatest show on turf, brother. That is insane. Let's see what the Chiefs are. Uh, I'm going to that, guess that's... 400 Yeah, 367 It's It's a... It's half the price to see the Chiefs fly. Now, Arrowhead at night. It's half the like, price to see Brock, double the price to see Brock Purdy than it is Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, if you guys are interested in going to the oh, I'm sorry, I didn't have this shared. If you are going to the game, though, uh, use code SNAPBACK20 bucks off. So that'll take your ticket down <laughs> about 2% from the top. Uh, all right. Abe, final thoughts? I got a long week of tape in me probably be on the timeline for a while tonight reading some some scouting on the Niners I'll come prepared Wednesday I want you to come fair I want you to become honest and uh we're coming in for a landing it's time it's time now is when we get serious there's four teams left four the Baltimore Ravens the, the Miami Dolphins the Carolina Panthers of the world the Atlanta Falcons they don't exist anymore it's four men job not finished you got to find an MJ quote by by Thursday. <laughs> Hit. Eagles and final thoughts. Um, I had been sick, like bad, bad sick, basically since the Dolphins loss. And today was the first day it was, that like, it was... Like, like the flu or like your yeah yeah like I was just like I, no, like I was actually sick, like okay. physically sick. I, I don't like super weird. I haven't been sick for like that extended period of time in like a very long time. So it was kind of weird, but. Today was the first day. I don't know if that coincides with the Bills losing, but feel good today. So. Yeah, that's what happens when you put that shirt on. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hi, fam. Uh, we are working on getting fresh equipment. I'm working on getting a new apartment so we can film this thing in person. I mean, the celebratory Eagles Super Bowl episode could literally be in person in Ooh, 4K. Will that be the first one? That'll be great. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something? Or I could really get the equipment jammed up in time for like a Super Bowl loss, like or an NFC champ. I could. Are you going to be in New York for the game? This NFC championship. Yeah, we'll see. We got a long week of uh, plans ahead. Maybe I go home. Maybe I. We're recording Sunday night. I mean, that's locked and loaded. Maybe I find myself uh, in the building. Who knows? But Sunday night, we got to record. Like I said, I never signed a contract. <laughs> I have never signed a contract before. I've shown up every single time post Philly heartbreaking loss. I've showed up Would you be time. able to for this one? We got two episodes and a football game to play before we talk about next week's podcast. I don't even know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. Hey, turkey bacon. Nah, I don't know. I've, <laughs> have a good night. Much love. Peace.